listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I woke up in the morning, hopped on the train. I saw my man. He had an L in his hand. Hiding from the beast. At least I catch a bus before I hit my block. I take a mega hit fronting on the good ship. Lollipop, move the hop so I can put the hip in the grip. Everybody slips so I can make a trip to the dip. Dig a deeper hole. Microphone control with the soul. Look at my hot eyes and tell me how could you be cold? I'm coming from, I'm coming to you from the underground with the thunder sound. Number one question, yo, how can I be down? But I tell you, Bring your lighter and roll your finger back upon the lighter till you see the fire finger. Go from left to right, then front to back. Herbal verbal leaders giving mic contact. React whenever I hear the head scoping. Ah, don't front. I know you got you open. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtails Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the hizzy mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. That's right, Wednesday, which means uh, the last day of the week potentially mm-hmm. um for people that are premium uh, of course balls deep this week will actually be on friday at 10 a.m mm-hmm. so you guys can uh you know make sure you check that out um and for uh non-premium people you know we'll see y'all saturday yes sir uh we also um had some premium shows that are coming out or that i already put out mm-hmm. we did the season recap of preacher yes uh we put that out for off-season reviews as well as i talked to leslie mack from the interracial john podcast and we did a recap of stranger things yep. which turned into a very like a pretty long good in-depth conversation i think anybody that watched stranger things will enjoy our like review of it and some of the questions we had around it and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then i just recorded right before we came on the air I just finished recording with Ba of Hot Firestarter podcast, um, or firestarter.com podcast. Uh, we just recorded a, 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 a spoil review for the Jason Bourne. So. Mm-hmm. And me and you did Suicide Squad. And Karen and I did Suicide Squad. I mean, hey man, we stay grinding. If you're premium, you, you're getting your money's worth. We actually, I've been putting, uh making sure all the archive episodes are getting up too because i, I had kind of lost those in the shuffle but putting them in the rss feed i think i got up to like 270 280 today which is cool that's like basically about a hundred and something more than were on there at first i want to say mm-hmm. i had stopped at like 160 or something like that so yeah we i'm just we're grinding man that's what that's what we do here uh so you know uh, we definitely not gonna get outworked no matter what happens mm-hmm. of course uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews if you're enjoying all these things that we're doing leave us five star reviews um and we will read them on the air as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 602 that bobby schmurter has been in jail mm-hmm. and that's right 602 um all right let's uh kind of get into some stuff uh you watching the olympics karen Mm-mm. yeah I, I only watched a little bit uh i watched some of the swimming last night yeah. and uh michael phelps was dominating yeah he they had a meme of him which was hilarious with his hood on like a hoodie over his head and people started making a Sith Lord jokes and shit like that. But, I mean, literally, this man is fish. 
yeah um i have to say i think michael phelps might procreate by having his wife lay her unfertilized eggs on the seabed floor yeah and then he swims and and shoots his sperm into the water because he's he's got to be at least half dolphin something he's not a real person Mm -mm. like i'm surprised he doesn't talk in the dolphin like 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 flipper you know what i mean like that dude is uh that that dude's something else so I, I forget who said that. it was like william b west i think on twitter said something like y'all cheering for um <laughs> y'all cheering for michael phelps today but when he comes back leading the atlantean army uh, <laughs> ah, <y'all>. <laughs> <yes>! <laughs> with his crown you won't be happy then look so real Shit, y'all gonna wish superwoman and and and, and um the whole team was real then think it's a joke when it ain't right this episode is brought to you by bevel they're no joke the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com uh and also uh we're brought to you by loot crate mm-hmm this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate, which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises. Go to LootCrate.com slash TBGWT and enter offer code TBGWT. You can get $3 off of any new subscription. Uh, this month's theme is Anti-Hero. And you need to get your subscription started by the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time or you will not get this month's crate. And you're going to want to get it because it got a lot of sweet, sweet stuff in there all right uh let's talk about news all kinds of stuff is happening uh uh in 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 the news these days um let's see where should we start uh you know what it's been a few days how about we talk about some lgbtq news depressing news right you better party up front <sighs> that's the only way i'm trying to tell you 
i was about to cry christian diners stiffs a waiter and leaves an anti-gay adam and steve note uh so this happened in kansas missouri um uh kansas city missouri i'm sorry uh a group of customers left a homophobic note instead of leaving a tip i swear we need to abolish tipping too many yes, people have do. their own fucking fucked up agendas right. and they can experience they can exert a little bit of power on some random human being and this is where you decide to just place your bigotry or your bullshit right. Like your little bit of authority in your life. Trust me, as people who have been waiters, uh, I would much rather have gotten a steady, steady salary. Ain't that the truth? Because the great tips do not outweigh the fucking just the the, the disrespect of the general public in general and negative experiences you get sometimes. Um, now, I, I mean, maybe people would still be like, "I pay your salary," but I honestly feel like people would treat people way better if they if they saw them as people that were also making some steady money and weren't totally dependent on them the the generosity of this person who that you're working for uh at any rate uh jonathan anto posted a photo on facebook over the weekend showing the note that was left for his friend eddie cabrera who works as a waiter at chelly's calf uh cafe uh along with a receipt showing that no tip was left a note written on the napkin read adam and eve not adam and steve cabrera recalled that he was about to cry when he saw the note they told me your tip is it it it's it's in table he explained i didn't know till till i saw this and they was rude but it's my job so i have stayed quiet yeah see that's the other thing they they didn't even have the courage quote-unquote to say that shit to his face right oh your tips on the table and it's like haha run to the car uh today was one of those days when someone put myself and me my everything down cabrera wrote it wasn't just her was her mom and brother or boyfriend uh cabrera said that the diner who signed the credit card nisha martin later contacted him to apologize i never meant for any of this to happen honestly she insisted in the marriage to cabrera even though i'm not the one who wrote who write it i can't uh, i guess she meant wrote it Mm -hmm. i i can't do anything but take full responsibility for it because my credit card was used and i was the person who did it i was with the person who did it yeah you sat there and let him do it thinking that shit would be funny you know that like see that's the other part of this shit a lot of this shit happens because you didn't have the courage to to tell your supposed friend Mm -hmm. that they were being a dick right like i don't expect people to agree with me on everything lord knows i don't like Mm -hmm. i'm not like i'm not some stickler where uh where it's like twitter where my friend says something problematic or you and my friend get the fuck out of my family like Mm -hmm. it's not even that crazy but if you say some shit like that i will let you know where i stand i'm not scared of you you know what i mean so if you say some ridiculous bigoted bullshit or you think this shit is funny i'm gonna make you sure you know that day like yo this is wrong and you cannot do this shit around me like i can't control you and i definitely can't read your fucking brain i don't know what you think inside you what you won't be doing is acting like this around me and the fact that it's attached to a tip makes it doubly worse like it's already bigoted homophobic ridiculous but then you attach it to someone's worth that's what you're really doing when you're tipping people you're telling them this is what you your work your work was work valued at right and because this person was gay they're right your work was valueless and you decide to insult them on the way out 
no you're not writing that shit not on my receipt and if i see you writing it on yours i don't give a fuck we pay separate if i see you write it on yours you're not ever rolling with me again and i'm balling your shit up like i don't know why people can't do that like don't send me a message afterwards because i feel like you sat, sat there and giggled and kikied and act like it was all good right and then and then later you tried to pull the i'm so sensitive i was really worried and concerned you weren't though ain't that no you were not it wouldn't have happened if you were sorry anyway um no not sorry fuck that speak up man too many good people quote unquote good people are like good cops like i mean i didn't shoot the nigga you know what i mean like, uh, right i just sent a couple text messages calling him a nigga i don't see why i'm I don't see the, what problem. the problem is um jared leto uh he uh did an interview and he said that uh gay actors don't get the same chances as straight ones uh so of course he's um famous from for i mean i think he actually won an oscar for the dallas buyers club or maybe it was best supporting actor um where he was straight i think Jared Leto was straight but he was playing a transgender person okay in this movie i didn't see it so that's why i don't know exactly but um which happens a lot you know actors will be like i'm straight playing a different gender or different sexual orientation Mm -hmm. and and then it's like you get a boost almost like oh yeah that's great acting you know you get i mean and it's pretty much i mean that is great acting obviously if 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 you can do that i don't want to belittle people's acting ability but a lot of straight a lot of people that are gay have to play straight roles all the time because most roles are written for straight people correct um and so that's also great acting except it may have to extend into your regular life because oh come on now because don't nobody want to support a gay dude at the box office or you're worried about the backlash or whatever it is so um he was basically uh saying that he doesn't think an openly gay actor would get the same opportunity to take the chances that he's taken for having taken unconventional roles uh he's 44 years old he told gq style that he still thinks an actor's sexuality directly impacts his or her chances on hollywood success even though he wishes it was different i definitely don't think a gay leading man would have the same opportunities as a straight leading man he said i don't know if that's offensive or not but that's my thought right now uh it shouldn't be that way uh of course he started in suicide squad uh and he went on to note that he believed that openly gay actors opportunities in hollywood are about the same as they are for any other minority group i think that this is still a very conservative business leto has been more open to exploring sexuality and gender identity on the big screen when compared to many of his contemporaries his turn as rayon a transgender woman in the dallas buyers club won him a 2014 academy award even if some trans activists and critics were incensed by the portrayal nothing that he uh noting that he never had a specific idea of masculinity leto said we're in an interesting time right now where people are exploring all kinds of different areas uh ideas of identity not just masculinity or femininity i think it's okay just to be yourself and whatever that entails uh openly gay stars like zachary quinto matt balmer and neil patrick harris have been making their own respective waves in hollywood for some time now so here's the hoping they'll be given the same shot at mainstream success as their straight counterparts moving forward yeah i can't even imagine the head trip that it is too because it on the one hand it's like you're gay and if with that lived experience it can inform characters and roles and things of this nature if you're playing a gay person but at the same time 
how many roles are written that way and do you want people to basically typecast you or stereotype you out of roles so it's like right. oh no we can't have this guy you know like we we would rather have a straight person play gay than a gay person just be quote unquote themselves like it's not acting anymore you know it's still acting because if you're bad at it people will tell you you're bad at it yeah like i think i saw that new hitman movie it was on like one of hbo 75 or whatever Mm -hmm. you know and uh zachary quinto's in it and zachary quinto you might know him he's spock in the new star trek movies okay um and in there he's coupled up with uhura Uhura, um and you know like so he's played roles where uh, he was siler and heroes and stuff so he's played roles where he's straight or whatever and he kind of like came out uh and he still has gotten some more roles where Mm -hmm. it's you know seemingly his sexual orientation is straight in the roles or it's a non-factor in the role right um which is good which is some forward progress because you know i do feel like a lot of times uh or at least my concern was that it would be like oh you're gay now okay you just only play gay roles you know yeah happens a lot yeah neil patrick harris played a straight dude in a lot of stuff like and i mean i think he even he's been around for years right yeah and he was in that horrible horrible a million a million ways to die in the west or something like that whatever that was eight million ways was he a kid actor too right yeah he was doogie house okay that's what i'm about to say i I say i thought he was doogie house but i won't say it to be wrong but yeah so he was doogie house okay yeah well it's the same kind of thing where you know he had this exposure where the assumption people always assume people are straight and he had to and then he came out and then it was like okay so now what's hollywood gonna do with opportunities for him is it just gonna turn into well we can't give him this anymore because he's not we know he's gay and the audience knows um and i think in my opinion audiences are way more forward thinking than movie industry people give them credit for right and they just want to be entertained and see high quality stuff mm-hmm. and they really aren't thinking about all that shit who cares that's my personal belief like i just want to enjoy whatever it is you're presenting to me and this is the same and i don't want to buy into this idea that it's impossible or it can't be done because this is the same movie industry where conventional wisdom is like black movies can't do well despite them doing well over and over and over again fucking surprise every motherfucking time get out of here so i don't want to i don't want to believe in that uh uganda police ugandan police storm a gay pride event and arrest at least 15 activists now that's so wild because you're at the pride event right so you they know? got the right to have the event so they just like who knows like you got i'm assuming you get permits and stuff for stuff like this right you probably have the police there and you expect them to protect you correct right um but with some of the issues that are going on in some of these countries like with which is so ironic because it's an influx of americans that are too homophobic to practice here that go to these countries and they spend a bunch of money and they basically try to corrupt and bob the government Mm -hmm. and they do all the things they wish they could do to gay people here right but like they go there and do it legally like let's outlaw them let's put them in jail like it's i can't imagine the hatred you have to have in your heart even in the name of religion right the hatred you must have in your heart right you caught a plane to go somewhere to be the where you could be more free to be bigoted 
um i forget the name of the documentary that i watched it was called i think it was they call me kuju or something uh but uh it was like this uh documentary yeah the kuju is that right let me make sure uh but it, at any rate it was a documentary about and i may have stopped, talked about it on um i may have talked about it on the show before but uh it was about yeah they call me kuchu is uh, k-u-c-h-u um it was uh a documentary for in 2012 that was about um basically the lgbt scene in uh uganda i believe it was actually uganda um and it was i mean it was like sad but it was also kind of like people were finding joy where they had it and there was especially a joy and a freedom in being out and there was a joy and a freedom in building community but everybody was just against them you know and then not just then the added element of danger like they were arresting people people were getting killed um like it was you know they it was just like what a scary notion that you can't be yourself without risking death or incarceration um and and it was american money that was if like american religion and shit that was an influx over there influencing everything and um one of the reasons that they were able to like kind of fight back was because uh the president and uh united states got the united nations together and was like we will stop giving aid and stop doing things with your country mm-hmm. if you pass these draconian laws but it really got right. to the last fucking second now that was in 2012 right who knows since you know what i mean like maybe it has passed by now maybe they don't give a fuck maybe the religious people put enough money in there that they were like okay like we'll just let the people suffer basically yeah you know because it's kind of like north carolina where you really only got to convince the people in power to do some evil shit right because the the average citizen does is not much you can do when you're living under this kind of corruption and uh it, it was just you know extremely uh sad but it was also i was glad i was able to learn something from it but here we are in 2016 and they have a gay pride event and 15 people get arrested they were accused of an illegal gathering promoting homosexual homosexuality um and promoting homosexuality yeah gays and lesbians experience considerable hostility in a large conservative east african country one of 37 countries on the continent where homosexuality is illegal they often live secretive lives fearful that coming out will attract stigma hostility from family and friends or the loss of a job or an apartment yeah they'll kick you out of where you live um i know there were women in the documentary that were uh lesbian and like families would do stuff like hire people to rape them like to try to rape them straight basically wow yeah i mean like i said it was like a powerful documentary and it just lets you know the threat that people live under constantly um there it's almost like unimaginable here but obviously when you see it and when you hear people tell their stories it's just like how what kind of heartless monster do you have to be to want to do these things to people right um but yeah so they they arrested them man they said the police were dragging people they were beating people they were undressing people they were undressing especially transgender women apparently they wanted to find out whether they were men or women you know to be like oh you're going to men's prison you know you have a penis 
so we're we're saying you're a man but you you're embarrassing if stripping them naked in public just so basically this is just a shame dehumanizing them yeah mm-hmm. um let's say also um Kayima Emelian, a police spokesman, said that they were dis- had dispersed the gathering because the organizers had failed to notify them of the event. I doubt that. They First knew. of all, y'all the motherfucking problem. They knew. Even if we even if we didn't tell y'all, we didn't tell y'all because we knew y'all was gonna do this shit. You know what I mean? You guys are the an extension of the oppression that we're feeling. You know, like no, we're not informing you. We just showing up because y'all motherfuckers gonna show up and try to kill us right. anyway um so yeah a large group of people gathering they need to tell police but also they were likely to engage in promoting gay sex which is illegal in uganda uh uganda triggered widespread western criticism after it enacted a harsh anti-gay law that handed out life sentences for some homosexual offenses a constitutional court later overturned the law because of legal technicalities yeah read read uh people taking out other countries saying we're not gonna fund you right uh, despite threats by some lawmakers that the bill will be reintroduced in parliament that has not happened and an analyst say it will be unlikely to succeed in the face of strong pressure from western donors police arrested at least 15 participants in thursday's incident and took them to the nearby police station where they spent about two hours before they were all released without recording a statement or being charged with any offense word right like i don't know how i don't know enough about this country to talk about constitutional rights and shit but come on man that can't be okay right so <laughs> basically you did this just to disperse the activities hold me for two hours try to wait it till everybody went home was like all right y'all can go now yeah um so yeah at the station uh they said security per- personnel taunted the homosexuals look, took their pictures without their permission and tried to touch them to ascertain especially for the transgender individuals whether they were women or men it was very very a very very degrading process right mm-hmm. uh uganda police have raided similar events before that with officials accusing organizers of assembling illegally and promoting the gay lifestyle in uganda yeah when you hear the people talk like that were against this i mean they sounded like children i mean except they're much more dangerous and powerful but it was like they, they, they are having sex with boys they are making little boys gay and shit like that where you're like wow that's not the, that's not the same sweetie right, right like it was a whole lot of they gonna make everyone gay by being gay no. like it was a disease that the, was spreading no me being gay and being a pedophile is not the same yeah but uh let's get to some old fashioned homegrown bigotry uh transgender yeah! transgender rights battleground i mean this is like this is the problem with some of this shit is like yes it seems worse over there but it's like we don't have any fucking room to talk no we do not you know like i saw an article that was about um israel was say the mayor of of uh was the mayor it was someone in israel that was basically like hey uh palestinians cannot swim in the pool with us and i was like that's so ridiculous and at the same time i'm like they probably be looking at us like y'all can't say it's ridiculous y'all don't let niggas swim in the pool you know what i mean not too long ago you had colored pools yeah y'all killing black people in the streets daily and talking about all lives matter what the fuck are you to tell us we can't be racist right yes we're gonna be racist xenophobic 
y'all have a fucking half of the country ready to vote for a racist xenophobe right now and i just like i had to laugh at the absurdity of it all just like gee like how the fuck can we even say something like i'm like damn this disgusting but i'm disgusted with the country sometimes my country so what can i say you know Uh, i see why gabby ain't put her hand on her chest Come on, dog. Uh, and for, before y'all write in, I I know that she said she just didn't mean to. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the transgender rights uh, transgender rights battleground shifts to birth certificates in Florida. Now, isn't this funny? I mean, off off the wake of we are all Orlando. We are all. We, look, what are you talking that. about, Anderson Cooper? i do support gay rights what are you talking about mm-hmm. well in courthouses across florida judges are being asked to decide whether transgender people may change not only the name on their birth certificate but also the gender marker or the box that designates the, their sex the requests have been increasingly common sell lawyers who uh litigate such cases and they become increasingly contentious on friday a tallahassee judge held a hearing in a case involving a broward county teenager who had asked state health administrators to change both the name and gender marker on his birth certificate the child's birth certificate identifies him as female but his parents say the youth who was about 14 years old identifies himself as male when wishes to live his life with a male name and male characteristics the department of health which oversees vital statistics has denied the request and at the federal courthouse in fort pierce a judge has been asked to declare unconstitutional a law that forbids convicted felons from changing their names the request was made in 2015 by an inmate at the uh, okeechobee correctional institution the inmate's legal name is justin lee Naber, though she now is using the name stacy lorraine Naber uh Naber is or neighbor maybe n-a-b-e-r is serving a life sentence on a pasco county conviction for a second degree murder through her attorney daniel tilly of the american civil Li- civil liberties union of florida Naber or neighbor maybe pronouncing it wrong said being called by a name that matches her gender is a necessarily element of her psychological health being called my female name is like magic it's beautiful she said it's something i can't even describe i feel truly at peace with myself it's who i was meant to be it pains me to know that i've asked politely and through the proper channels to be called stacy by repeating by repeatedly denying me it's like they don't care if i get treatment yeah they don't under health department policy floridians may amend both the name and gender marker on their birth certificate and in recent years petitions to do that have become more common gender markers are more difficult to change the health department requires a notarized affidavit from a doctor stating that the petitioner has undergone surgery to reassign his or her gender a procedure that generally is not covered by health insurance which surgeons are reluctant to perform on minors yeah you know what's so interesting why do i have to have surgery yeah what's so interesting about this is so much of the resistance to um learning about and respecting people that are lgbtq or whatnot is honestly people just don't want to change right which is so weird because it's like it really doesn't change anything for your life don't affect me at all like if like if in part of my ignorant language but if someone was really on some like you're a dude and i don't give a fuck what you say you're a dude to me you will always be a dude it 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 doesn't change anything for you like you can have that stank ass attitude 
and literally how this other person lives their life doesn't change anything in your life like your actual life continues the same way with the same amount of privilege and all that shit that's right. been going and and but yet people are just it's it's almost it's like the tipping thing because i have the power to have my to, to be able to give an opinion i'm gonna give it and i want you to feel as bad as possible about your orientation and i want to add to the grief and the misery and i'm gonna fight it every since step of the way even though i don't have to right a lot of effort and energy for nothing oh you could have said nothing um but yeah it's uh it's just funny that it's florida i'm sure it's many other states too but this was literally the we are all orlando we are all da 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 uh not too long ago and now right. it's like uh but you know but fuck you then seriously right so i guess the situation in post didn't keep y'all on pulse right and not to mention the money it's not covered by health insurance so now there's an actual you're adding another monetary hurdle Post. between the between people and the uh acknowledgement of their gender not to mention also when it comes to this stuff um like why while it's not just like the money money is harder to come by for especially transgender people um because of the way our society kind of ostracizes them and harder to find work you hard, can't right a job a exactly. lot of people are less reluctant to hire you or if they do hire you you have a tendency to have more discrimination against you you uh, have a tendency to be harassed more and uh a lot of times they're less likely to report because they want to keep the job that they have because they know they report they're going to have issues possibility of getting fired like it is not a simple process a lot of times the hiring rate is lower the um it's a lot that goes uh behind that and you're a minority so you have the same struggles as a minority group would and then for some people in lgbtq it's a double minority you're black and a minority so first people look at you and look at you as a brown person and then they turn around and go oh now you get a double strike right and you have issues such as you know a lot of people end up being work sex doing sex work uh, a lot of people end up uh which is you know which is fine but it's still a job that is dangerous and you're not getting it's not regulated right. and it puts you in the hands of the law it puts you in the hands of people that specifically know you don't have anybody that has your back um so it's extremely dangerous you know for somebody to be out there um it's not like you can just call the cops on a bad john you know um, right and and like i said i i I hope one day this happens here Uh, i don't know if it ever will but if the government was smart they would actually make it where that was like people actually had places where you could um be a sex worker and get paid a flat salary i mean there are places but you know it's not enough in our society like vegas reno like it's not enough you know um the way we have it set up um and poverty yeah poverty is a massive problem in the trans community um Mm -hmm. transgender problem yeah they had they they did polls before the record we haven't even done official polling or anything it's not on the the census you know but the respondents to a poll that the washington post did transgender respondents were nearly four times more likely to have a household income of less than ten thousand dollars 
compared to the general population uh injustice at every turn found they were unemployed at twice the rate of the general population or roughly between 10 percent and 14 percent through 2008 the year the survey was conducted so the other part of this is if you have a job if your health insurance still won't cover it but the likelihood is that you probably won't have a job or if you do you won't be making much money and you won't have health insurance to cover this to even tell you we're not covering right and i think the like i said the biggest problem i have why do i have to have a surgery why that is an unnecessary cost why can't if i'm grown i'm an adult i i pay the whatever the fee is that says hey i want my name changed like you'll change my name with no problem yeah you should be able to switch this shit like when i switch um the address and uh and get a new license right i should be able to log online put in the information pay the little fee send you the paperwork or whatever check a box and move the fuck up because what the fuck does it matter to you right you know what i mean that's the part i don't understand what does it matter to everyone else that we have this order quote-unquote when it comes to sexuality like it it needs to fit in this box or that is it if your sexuality does not fit in this box you don't comply like we gotta find a place to get put you i'm not in your bedroom i don't care what you do in it right it's so weird but i mean it's not really i guess weird is the wrong word is the we're the weird ones the vast majority of people seem to be more about the fact that you need to neatly fit into where society has decided you should go um let's see what else happened um supergirl star jeremy jordan begs fans to help rescue his cousin from an ex-gay camp sarah's parents sent sarah away against her will to an east texas uh, Texas Christian boarding facility for troubled teens to pray away the gay. The actor writes, Supergirl star Jeremy Jordan is asking fans to help rescue a 17 year old cousin from an ex gay conversion camp in Texas where she has been placed against her will. Man, I'm glad uh, Obama made sure that the government, that, well, the federal government stopped funding this shit. Right. None of this shit should have ever been funded. Like, mm-hmm. it's been debunked and everything, but people still do this, and it's just torture. Because mm-hmm. I can't imagine my parents sending me away to be like, all right, now we're going to send you to a camp so you to be the gay. Like, how the fuck that's going to change? Like, that doesn't even make sense. That's not me. What are we talking about here? Right. I'm not going to be like, you know what? I was learning to build a fire and i was able to be gay i just i just needed to i just needed to to rub some kindling together and that was the secret i went to gay camp and now i came back gay that's it that's not how it works for me yeah it wouldn't the logic dictates it wouldn't work in reverse for anyone else no and it would not surprise i don't know but it would not surprise me if people go oh i now know i'm not the only one yeah and you know now i have other you know people to contact and shit like that like it's almost like i mean maybe i mean to some extent on the bright side is maybe people do go there and it's like everyone can kind of form a bond it's still fucked up but But the problem is the counselors the adults uh they're not just and it's not just that they're telling you you need to be straight and stuff and they're trying to teach you this stuff they are also um shaming you using religion in a lot of cases right. religion these kids grow up believing in mm-hmm. 
like you know i'm sure this shit leads to like suicides horrible self-esteem guilt complexes like a lot of negative shit it just should be outlawed you should not be able to do this to a human being send them away to some fucking camp and be like the way you are is wrong fix it you know i i you know especially against their will she uh this girl's 17 17 right she's not making this choice on her own and she's being forced and i think for me you're talking about going to the camp right right. okay just want to make sure and uh also it will be put like this a lot of people even brown people don't that are straight don't care it would be like somebody taking black people and sending them or brown people and send them somewhere and go we're going to show you how to be white we're going to teach you to change the color of your skin people would be up in arms it's not the same but it's similar because people will have a fucking fit why are you sending my child here why does my child have to learn how to be white why can't my child just be who they are why are you trying to change the orientation of my child there is nothing wrong with my child okay you see it from that standpoint why can't you see it from this standpoint because you're the one sending them right in this scenario is just different it's no one took your kid and sent them without your consent people are sending their kids like they're the they're the ones they're the problem but like, they can't see it but yeah it's they the can't same, see it. it's the same thing yeah well <sighs> anyway uh i hope they save his cousin man i don't know what that would entail they gotta break in somewhere or what right i say while you there free everybody okay don't everybody. be like liam neeson and taken just come for your daughter yeah like <laughs> he came from a daughter his daughter he's like oh her best friend died oh well oh well baby i got shit to do all right i'm sorry you got that needle in your arm with my daughter mm-hmm. uh all right uh let's get to some other news um oh this is uh this is still pretty terrible news might as well just start with it first okay. uh so you know the judge in the stanford swimmers uh sexual assault case where he gave him like a slap on the wrist and put him back out in society basically mm-hmm. apparently he gave a child porn offender in jail uh he put him in jail for just uh four days hmm. why is he still on a bench Right? I, 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 I want to see how he rules on things for brown people. Like, did I'll he oversee? Harm. Maybe he oversaw the R. Kelly case. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we got to see how he rules across the board because obviously he gives zero fucks about people committing crimes. Right. Well, yeah. Apparently, he sent us a forty-eight-year-old Robert James Chain to less than a week in jail in twenty fifteen for possession of images depicting sexual abuse of minor children. Uh, yeah yeah somebody asked this and i have the same question how is this okay mm-hmm. maybe they both went to stanford do they do they do do they have a law like i thought some of the stuff have a minimal law or yeah, is minimum it that judge discretion i i i, I you know because i know this shit varies from state to state mm-hmm. but he was like you know what nah you four days mm-hmm. now you docking you get life yeah apparently um chain pleaded guilty in court after officers found dozens of images and videos in his possession featuring abused and exploited children including a clip showing a rape of an infant oh he spent one night behind bars a much shorter sentence than is typically granted in cases of possession of child pornography um the defendant sentenced on the same charges felony possession of child abuse images by different judges in the same county typically receive sentences of six months or more 
uh persky's critics are trying to have the judge move from the bench and cite his preferential treatment of privileged male defendants as evidence he sentenced turner to only six months in jail saying that a longer sentence could negatively impact the 20 year old's life's prospect 20 year old's life prospects on the same day as the turner verdict he allowed a software engineer who violently assaulted his fiance to serve his sentence in weekend jail only having to face incarceration outside of his work week so as not to interfere with his job so he's basically like look when people do crimes i just want them to have the least amount of effect on their day-to-day lives after they do the crime if you white male i mean it seems to be a trend that it's at least men i don't know the race of every one of these dudes i will go back and check his history and see how he ruled mm-hmm. guarantee you everybody across his path ain't been a white male or male yeah yeah i mean there may be some racial bias i mean he's already right. showing gender bias it's not like it's racial so bias. far-fetched right i can guarantee you or see how he sentenced women mm-hmm. uh mexico launches a nationwide campaign against sexting the mexican government has teamed up with several children's rights organizations to launch a nationwide campaign against sexting uh the term sexing well uh, come on man it's like sexing is sending sexually explicit messages on phones like we know this uh but the rapid rise of smartphone technology has broadened the definition to include all types of media from videos to emojis to gifts to snapchats wait emojis emojis can be sexting now oh i guess the eggplant and that water one yeah that's if you know what it was because i didn't know what that was forever the anti-sexting campaign known officially as think before you sex 10 reasons not to perform sexting they got to get a shorter title has mm-hmm. triggered a, de- a, a debate between government officials and internet rights uh ngos on whether the practice leads to so-called sextortion blackmailing blackmailing someone by threatening to publish sexual content and revenge porn uh although the campaign means well critics says it might be overly paternalistic while laying out a prohibitionist strategy uh an animated uh video warns the country's youth about the risk of posing by uh pose the risk posed by sexting the campaign is being headed by mexico's national institute for transparency um sexting is a latent threat because it starts out as something fun but it can end up in a grave situation that spins out of control resulting in social physical uh physical and psychological and legal consequences for the victims um i guess man i don't think it's gonna work though because this is these things called hormones that you know you cannot control and the thing is sometimes people do these things they're almost kind of productive make laws make laws to say if you do this shit you're gonna go to jail we know you're gonna do it but if you publish this we're gonna arrest you you do revenge porn there's crime you know what i'm saying like make penalties for people to do the shit because you're never going to stop it i'm sorry you're just not going to stop that yeah uh yeah and but see the problem is they'll make laws that also penalize people for sending the image in the first place so you're really much making the victim responsible for their own crime you see what i'm saying okay okay so they're not thinking like me no you can send it don't give a shit about that but if i send it to you you post something against without my permission that's the crime yeah but this their government does care about you even sending it that's how they decided to tackle this problem is you Um, can't send it mm -hmm. we're gonna so i don't want them to pass any laws because they'll probably criminalize sending it uh just as quickly as anything else even adults or did we just targeting children it was targeting children but i'm assuming yeah. it will extend to adults as well it's not like right. there's gonna be some exception right adults do this as well you mm-hmm. know they sure do 
uh let's talk about a kid that a lot of people are telling me is extremely smart uh this is kid uh iman music um you painting okay let me refresh then then we'll play because they can't hear the sound until i until i refresh all right we'll just give this a second um and then we'll be right back up and when i get back up we'll play it um until then here's some music for the people listening to the podcast let me know if the audio is still messed up uh in the chat guys and if we're good then we'll keep going okay i'm good all right so this is there's a smart a kid iman music put a video on his facebook page and it was going viral i think it's been shared like 11 almost twelve thousand times uh here it okay, is okay guys now i just came from the park and it's this kid teasing me because i have felines on now, mind you, I am not a material person. I just wear felines because, you know, I like the color. I think they're cool. They might they not, they might not be what's popular today, but, you know, that's what I like. So, you know, I told the kid, it's not about what I have on my feet. It's about what I have inside my head. No matter what I'm wearing, no matter what I have on, it's about my information, the knowledgeable things in life. These sneakers are not even going to fit you in 20 years from now. So it's about what you have in your mind your wisdom, your knowledge, the power to inspire others. And parents, please don't raise your children like the <clears throat> materialistic type because, you know, once they don't have Jordans on or cool clothes, they're going to feel like they're not important. They're going to feel like they need the golden or the Jordans or the cool stuff, the popular stuff to make them feel important. Now, pop- All right. So what do you think about it, Karen? About what the baby said? Yeah. A very smart child. And uh for me, uh there's nothing wrong with desiring these things and wanting these things. But I think a lot of times when people hear that, people get on their politically correct horses and ride off in the sunset and just think, Well, you're criticizing people just because they like nice shit. Nah, he's not saying that. Mm. All he's saying is at the end of the day, What's in your mind is going to matter more to him than what's on your feet. Like he said, 20 years from now, none of them shoes not going to fit his feet. Like, you know, and it's one of those things, too, where if more people kind of emphasize more on education, our system wouldn't be as jacked up as it is. We wouldn't have Donald Trump on the Republican side. (laughs) You know, like, it's one of those things where... Uh, we live in a society where education is kind of poo-pooed on. Like, being smart don't mean nothing. It's almost like what you have and can you flaunt it. Yeah, you can, but sometimes those people aren't the smartest all the time. Mm. Nerd alert. <laughs> Look, got us a little nerd over here. Rocking them felines. You little nerdy nerd nerd. I ain't mad at them. How about you get some Nikes like the other kids so you can be fresh? And then you won't have to worry about getting roasted all the time. But you know what? 
yeah he gonna be roasted but you know what 20 years from now he gonna be a black republican exactly no, 20 years from now no he's he not will gonna be, be sitting a black around he saying gonna be black owning, people he gonna made be jokes about me owning his own company right nope. uh, he gonna mm-hmm. own he gonna be running uh nope. he gonna be running little caesars yeah talking about nine, the nine nine nine, nine. I'm telling you, nope. teach that kid how to joan, teach that kid how nope. to talk some shit, I teach that kid how to joke back. Don't get in the car, cause mm-hmm. you know how I know, cause I lived your life, kid. Mm-hmm. This me talking to me. Don't listen to Karen. She was always cool. She had a Jerry girl and everything. She don't know nothing about our struggle, okay? Mm-hmm. But you got, you know, when they started respecting me, when I started throwing them jokes back, dog. You can't get in the car with your parents. Of course, your parents think you cool. They bought the felines. That's the end me you need to start washing cars Mm-mm. and get you some nikes baby Second, you fine that's, that's number one but number two because it's gonna be a lot of time between washing cars i know the, the 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 return on car washes ah! significantly fluctuates okay yeah, it, it is a law of diminishing re- returns mm-hmm. that first car wash you might get that 10 that 20 it ain't so cute when you, you're trying to wash their car every day to get that money for them flights i know the struggle okay <laughs> but what you need to do son is go on youtube start look up some comedians and they uh specials check out find out how to join niggas back Be you then. baby because they mm-hmm. never gonna respect you till you can talk shit back you ran up in the car like i did when i got punched and then i'd be like i should have said this like no nigga the time was then okay you took this l one time that's fine okay but the shit going viral y'all are teaching him the wrong lesson you gotta say something back okay like make it hurt say something bad i did it i've done it before okay kids ain't shit That's but you true. sometimes you have to you can't be above the fray okay you can't that little speech is cute for your parents you cannot say that shit to some other kids that are joining on your shoes talking about some well you know it's what's in your mind they'll be like nigga ah! shut your nerdy ass ah, up that's he, exactly what's going to happen have you read the new captain america yeah yeah you can't say ah, that dog ah, you gotta ah, you, ah. You gotta say so. You gotta and learn. I'm not a boy either, so hey. You just gotta learn how to joke back. I'm not encouraging him to hit nobody or nothing, but they basically clowning you, and you gonna be the clown kid. And if you tough enough to stand that for your whole fucking life, good luck. I say you say a little something back. I know I had to do it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I've taken it there, man. Okay, it's happened. People joked on on shit with me or my family or my shoes. I mean, one time I got discovered I had some hoops. They looked like those Reebok pumps, ah, but they was hoops. hoops. They was hoops, y'all. <laughs> you can't just go to your parents and be like, "It's what's in my mind, mom." My mom, of course, she agrees. She spent the twenty dollars on the hoops. Okay, right, and she don't give a fuck about you or your opinion. You trying to be goddamn cool? She the reason I'm in this situation that's the enemy right you gotta go back to school about your coolness look them niggas in their face and find shit to joke on them about too so you like yeah i got some hoops but you ain't got no daddy how about that and then you had to deal with it from there dog that's the only way to win Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. don't listen to this advice karen yeah, giving you nah that shit sound cool but you know when mm-hmm. i'm the parent that got to deal with my child being fucking suspended because they brawling because they want to fucking crack a joke sometimes you got to get suspended but you won't get suspended for cracking a joke a joke ain't never got nobody suspended you get suspended for hitting people and shit right. i'm not telling him to go and hit somebody although if they would have put their hands on him you might have to hit a nigga i'm just saying okay <laughs> this shit is not everything ain't fair in life okay no, it's not. but in general you have to joke 
back man i'm sorry you have to joke back man i've done it before somebody talked bad about my mom i said well that's why you ain't got no daddy and you know what he turned his ass around on that motherfucking bus and he set his ass down until we got to school and that's all i have been wanting okay <laughs> he has said that shit to me about five days in a you row ain't got tired of it and i so this old go home and talk give my mom a long ass soliloquy about how it don't matter what i got on man save that shit for the birds man that shit is cute you tell that little nigga well that's you that's why you get d's in your classes say something say something that hurt you gotta say some shit man these little monologues work at home when ain't nobody to, to sit in the background and be like shut your nerdy ass up you feel like wearing blah 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 like that's mm-mm. say something back you a kid this is the only time you're gonna be able to say something back for the record once you get old people frown on that shit you fight back i don't like you fuck that anyway ah we disagree that little kid, mm, well, that'll be the pole. Little kid, he gonna be the pole. Yeah, he say gonna something be back. the pole. I'm not saying he won't be smart. I'm not saying he won't be go on to be somebody and all this shit. Learn how to join back, man. That's how you become a black Republican right there. You don't never learn ah, to say ah. nothing back. Then now I do agree with the balance. There gotta be a balance. You think fucking? You think no kid has ever told me you speak so you speak white, Rod? Ha ha ha! Then I join their ass back. You say something back to him like, oh, oh, I speak what? I speak black. Okay, that's why your mama's so stupid. She failed a pregnancy test. And it's like, oh, you know, it was hot ah! back. Obviously, everybody knows it now, but it was well, hot back then. Well, it might be good to fail a pregnancy test like like that, like, you know. They were too stupid to know that. Okay, I'm about to say. I mean. You might be like, yes. Yeah, you trying to break down this whole. Um, <laughs> the point is, when you 10 and you say that shit, it's like, oh, well, I won't talk shit about that kid no more. Right. You kids know. don't even know what the fuck a pregnancy test is. Right. You know, and obviously, I mean, I can't remember every single example, but, you know, I took real shit from their real ass lives and brought it up, you know, because they talking about my real life, you know. Yeah. Oh, look at this nigga, uh, shoes. Like, oh, okay, cool, man. Why your daddy drive that piece of shit car dog everybody hear that car coming down the street you start doing all that and then they be like yo don't talk about this nigga's shoes he will go in on your whole family dog Ah! you talk about my sister being cross-eyed man that is so wrong but he didn't give a fuck because i talked about his shoes that's the only way to win little kid okay these little facebook videos Mm -mm. you gonna be sound like cj pearson later on Ha ha ha! Be looking. It gonna be all lives matter. He tried to use that Furious Styles logic. Hey man, that shit get you claps and likes and retweets. That shit will not work with no ignorant ass little kids talking about your shoes. You know you yeah. gotta go play with them kids and, tomorrow. And like I said, for the record, I'm not a boy. Yeah, he so. gonna he gonna have a whole series on oh YouTube on ah! YouTube of him after he get punk being like, okay, so um did today they said i ain't have a good haircut okay well let ah! me tell you something it don't matter what my haircut looks like what matters is what's inside okay so your mind is a gun and words are bullets you have to oh, fill no. it up and you can have a machine gun is he a future hotel what's happening here? all right guys i'll see y'all tomorrow after they pick on me again nah man stop ah! that shit tell them little niggas they ain't shit man stand up for yourself man trust me all right anyway um anyway it worked for me so i can i i lived i saw that little kid i said that's me 
Oh, I remember telling. I remember. Me. I remember saying all that shit in my head. We didn't have YouTube and shit before then. True. I couldn't put it on the internet, but I remember all that. Like, see, a lot of these kids, they just don't realize they the ones with the bad self esteem. I'm fine. And see, you picking on my glasses, but what you need to realize is that we are all under the system of the white man. We need. I'm like, them little niggas need to hear that. Uh, that coat they got was too tight. That's what they needed to hear. Ah! And then they left me you alone. You outgrew it last year. Yeah. Like, why you can't, why you can't, why your parents ain't buy you a new coat this year for school? Like, say that. Maybe like, God damn, he good. Um, anyway. And plus, if you're the kid that gets picked on, when you do say something back, it's going to be like times a thousand. Because yeah. I could tell he sat there. What I was thinking the whole time was he sat there, got picked on, and then didn't say shit. And then went yeah. to the car and bent it to his parents, which is what, you know, it's cool. That's what parents are for. But say something, man. Say, tell that nigga that his shoes too tight, whatever. You know, like, oh, you got joints, but your shoes about to, your feet about to poke out or something. And then it's, then it, it puts something back on them and everybody gonna be like, oh shit, you got joined by that kid? You know, we pick on him. Now you cool. You know, not the coolest, but you part of the, <laughs> you part of the group is the point. Anyway, or, or just keep making the videos and good luck with that, man. All right. I don't know. Uh, Troy Ave is suing over Irving Plaza shoot. Now, you may remember Troy Ave is the one who started shooting and shot himself. What? He's a rapper that shot himself. Um, there was security footage. Um, he's now claiming that the promoter did not provide enough security for the TI concert. He also shot and killed his friend, I believe. But he shot himself yeah and i'm pretty sure he killed his friend by accident yeah the shooting left his bodyguard dead and him shot in the leg however surveillance video service days after showing troy coming out of the green room wielding a fire wielding and firing a gun oh i remember that like like that's the dude who kind of walked across in like in the club and just started bucking yeah. i remember that and a gun found inside the van that took him to the hospital reportedly matched the ballistics test to the weapon that killed his bodyguard known as banger but hey it's the venue's fault y'all knew i was stupid how y'all gonna let me sneak a gun in this really y'all fault if you think about it you had a bitch bring no goddamn gun why do you have a bodyguard and not have your bodyguard be be able to because i killed him i'm sorry i mean i allegedly your honor uh it was like i want no witnesses the King of Diamonds uh, club owner is a rapper named Akinelli. King of Diamonds is a uh, club. I think it's a strip club uh, in Miami. That's what sounds like a strip club. Yeah, well, he's actually running for mayor of Miami. Oh, it's going to be lit. <laughs> All the strippers getting ready to come out the woodworks. <laughs> I do want to see his campaign ad. That's true. It is going to be lit. <laughs> now uh the we thing- got a secretary of clubs sir we've never had this position before <laughs> uh now the thing is um Akinelli as a like uh what do you call it a political figure i don't know how that's gonna go on you know because the songs i remember him for are like so this is a rapper we talking about yeah he he used to rap um you may recognize his songs i'll play a couple for you this is uh one of his hits (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Damn, you do this too fast. I remember this. Ain't no intro like it. You could mimic this shit if you wanted to. That dude wants to be mayor. Yeah, I can see him now. Put it in your motherfucking mouth. My name to go vote, nigga. <laughs> oh, that campaign gonna be so lit. Yeah, he's serious about his bid to run just in time for upcoming August 30th primary elections for mayor, which occur every two years. There's no one here to represent us, Akinelli said. We are trying to integrate history right now. I'm not saying the mayor is doing a great job now, but this mayor might not be the mayor forever. Uh, his bid for mayor of Miami Beach comes as a response to the backlash over his plans to open his King of KOD V Live establishment on the lower portion of Glitzy Ocean Drive. He opened the first King of Diamonds in Florida in Miami Gardens in 2008. Man, I had no idea this what he was doing, but I mean, it makes sense mm-hmm. that this is what he was doing. I mean, all his songs. You no, know it's going to be lit. They probably don't play nothing but his music. I mean,. All two songs? No, they they play a bunch of other stuff. I guarantee, but all his songs that were popular was about fucking. So it makes sense, like that he would get into the fucking industry. I mean, you know, do what you love for a living. It's like you never worked a day in your life, right? Uh, the new KLDV establishment is right on the Ocean Drive and is walking distance from popular destinations like Wet Willie's and the Clevelander. So I know Bomani and Dan will be spending a lot of time up in there. Probably Poppy too. Yo, you know Poppy will. Mm-hmm. No, you'll be up in there. Uh, <laughs> Akinelli's new establishment is a soul food restaurant slash club. It is reportedly the first black-owned business on that famous part of the strip. Uh, oh, so he, okay, you got money too now. Mm-hmm. The news of KLDV Live pissed off the local residents who protested the business opening on South beach claiming that the influx of rappers athletes and celebrities to kldv live would undoubtedly compound the area's woes now this sounds like some racism is it me or does it sound like some sism Mm -hmm. i feel like feel like it might be some sism uh i'm just saying that rappers athletes and celebrities this is miami this is a town of rappers, athletes, and celebrities. Right. They, they when keep, the fuck they, y'all stop wanting to come downtown and spend money unless you have a problem with which athletes, celebrities, and uh, rappers right. will be it up is, there. I've never been, but odds are this place is very, very expensive. Right. Where you have to have money to even mm-hmm. get into some of these places. And it's Miami, so of course it's expensive. Right. Uh, Philip Levine, or Levine, the current mayor of Miami Beach, claimed the opening will only add to a growing tax bill for police officers to patrol the area. Oh, god damn it. 
it's dripping in racism. Right. They're just like, we don't want the niggas here, basically. Oh, the cops are had to be here if the black people come downtown. Uh, that patrol that we area, script, which has seen a spike in crime over the past few years. Mayor Levine even proposed banning alcohol sales after 2 a.m. with the aim of reducing crimes that have been plaguing Ocean Drive. I feel like this is just a modern day lynching that's happening here, and that's the elephant in the room. I can nearly tell the Miami Herald shortly after the disputed, dispute erupted. We're just a black owned establishment, and that's what they can't come to the realization with. Akinelli, right. who was known for the club anthem, put it in your mouth and his verse on main sources live at the barbecue will officially open the club this month after securing all the needed permits right and so i think they can't stop him like all the fines and fees he, i guarantee you he it wouldn't surprise me if he spent more money than other people every time y'all try to do a tax and raise the fees and and charge him all this he paid it all the shit mm-hmm. and it finally got to the point he's like fuck it we can't stop what he's doing yeah i guarantee you he probably paid more money than other people yeah right guarantee you they probably had all kinds of fines they probably made up fees passed laws so they could charge you more he probably paid more for a liquor license paid more for this paid more for that and basically they got to the point where they couldn't feed him no more and they had to let him legally they had to let him do it so they're like okay since you since you since we can't stop you we're going to make all these rules and regulations now around you being there, around your presence being there since we couldn't stop the process. Yep. The entire ordeal is being chronicled in a series called The King of South Beach, which uh, is a, all, on all hip-hop TV. So Right, because odds are they're going to bring more money. They're going to bring more uh, people. And, you know, the people will come and spend money, not only at his establishment, at other establishments around like everybody's going to benefit from this they don't want they think that their blackness and yeah they think their blackness will cancel out the money that's all it is like racism doesn't have a rhyme or reason to it where oh well yeah we love money like they don't care the influx of money will happen as far as they're concerned any athletes rap like and these are rich athletes they would have to be rich rappers to come down here as well they would have to be rich celebrities any of these people coming downtown is a equal to an influx in crime because they have black skin and this will be the first black owned establishment that's opened up like yeah they don't fit their respectability mold so it's like you're you are synonymous with crime not Akinelli's not a fucking criminal, right? He was, he's a businessman. He's been running a business for years. all this time, and now you want to turn around and be like, no, no, no. If this happens, it's gonna be a whole lot of crime and all this shit. It's just fucking racism, man. Mm-hmm. That's <sighs> right. You like I said, try to feed, try to ta- try to try to try to uh, nigga tax him, and it didn't work because, like, like I said, I guarantee you, if you go back and see his receipts, he probably paid ridiculous amount of money just to put. <laughs> Yeah, it's just fucking with black people. That's all. I didn't even realize that when I started reading. A hundred. It's a hundred. It is a hundred. Might as well just go ahead and keep the theme going. And just go ah! right into fucking with black people. Uh, today's fucking with black people is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Get clearer, smoother skin with Bevel uh you know i love having uh all my nice shaving equipment and stuff and since we moved uh you know it's a chance to kind of redo things uh you know as an adult i started thinking about things that 
I want and I went and bought me something to hold my razor. That looks nice. And I got a little bowl and something to hold my shaving brush. And that's commitment, y'all. I never did that when I was buying those razors off the shelf. No. I never did that when I was buying, uh, you know, replaceable. Like, oh, I'll just get another one of these when I go to the store eventually. Like, this is now my razor, okay? I treat this like the gun in, in those Army movies. <laughs> you know what? This I, is my razor. I, You know what? I know it might sound silly, but for the first time ever, I quote, unquote, think we might be officially adults. Yeah, we're definitely adults with some of the stuff I'm we're trying, doing I'm, around the house. I'm trying to keep the house clean and shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? But I'm just saying, there's like I treat this razor like uh, the basic training military shit they do with the this is my razor. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Like that joint, because uh, I appreciate it, you know. And uh, I wouldn't appreciate it if it was some low quality product or if it didn't have the same. Uh, outstanding results on my face every time i use it so go to getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and put in code tbgwt and you'll get 20 percent off of your first month so uh yeah now let's get to more of this yeah. heartbreaking racism all right before you go on i hope i hope this uh continues you know it's like the new car smell after a while you kind of revert back but you know so far we've been hanging in now cleaning the house yeah clean yeah. the house and becoming adults I'm yeah. still not quote unquote an adult, but you know, it's, yeah, as close as I'm gonna be. I mean, I bought like a stand for all my coffee stuff, so I could keep it in one place. I know we got a mat for shoes and shit. What's happening here? I know, and that those were my ideas by the record. I want to take credit for those because those, you know, as a house husband, you know, I think of things. But uh, yeah, I I was like, you know, I need a mat for my shoes, like an adult would have right. in their house. Keep this shit organized. As suicide rates for black children rise, protecting emotional health is vital. That's right. Uh, researchers uh, found out that suicide rates have doubled for black children while declining for white children, uh, and they were surprised by their own results. These are the first recorded, uh, this, these are the first recorded data in history for which black suicide rates surpass that of other races and groups. Suicide is, is what can happen at the extreme of when youth and adults are marginalized and lack the resources to cope with the marginalization. The reason for the increase in black children's suicide are unknown. In today's climate, however, efforts towards protecting children from the subtle and not-so-subtle burdens of discrimination and oppression seem warranted. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's some very disheartening news. But I think we're looking into things now more than we ever have. We're seeing the scope and the magnitude of problems, and it's becoming pop culture relevant. Like it's so, like it's beyond just oh, like when I was a kid. Like if you really took a fascination to history and racism and things of this nature, you could kind of gravitate towards finding information. Now it's like you just go on Facebook and you can learn something about racism every single day of your life if you choose to click on something. And it has to be affecting kids, you know? It affects adults. It affects adults that uh, can make adult decisions. So imagine somebody who hasn't had the experience of an adult, haven't been through the same thing adults have. You have adults that have PTSD from various different things in their lives that they never got diagnosed. Adults with ADD, adults with all these medical conditions that a lot of times, truth be told, white people have a tendency to be diagnosed with these things, even in school. 
um quicker than we are you know a lot of times your parents honestly have to push and force it for them to actually find out if there is something wrong with their child right you know it's not oh let's it's like your child's misbehaving let's do an investigation let's find out if billy's slow let's find out if he has add let's find out what other if he has autism for black children it's automatically you're bad there's something wrong with you you know it's your parents fault everything but trying to get to the root cause of the problem which sometimes may be beyond that child's control but you know it's one of those things that our children don't get the benefit of the doubt that there might be other outside factors and even then if like they do criminalize kids at a early age they do put them in you know they take them away from the group put them in punishing situations because they're black when they wouldn't have done that for white kids studies have shown this over and over but one of the things i also think about is are psychologists are people really prepared to deal with this in mass for black children like what does that look like when race is an issue in my life but as a white person you don't understand you know like to me a lot of i'm not i don't know the specific reasons for any of these children that may commit suicide but just environment wise i don't know that we've seen such a blatant open willingly anti-black like moment from everyone in our in my lifetime not saying ever but in my lifetime and there has to be so many kids who saw Barack Obama elected. He's the only president they've known. There's got to be so many kids who did this, this current backlash that we are able to put in the scope of and frame of time to be able to kind of go, okay, this isn't as bad as the sixties. This is like, this is like this. I can still see this long game for a kid to see the reaction that people have to black lives matter, the silencing, to see the, the racist incidents that the way police put their hands on them, take their lives, the like the, the viral videos of it. I can see like the just the constant deluge of shit, the deluge that they're being assaulted with. Um, yeah, to be black and waking up, be conscious, to, to starting to see these things, to not be able to avoid seeing these things. It has to have some mental effect on them at large. It has to. Right, and you brought up a good point because technology makes a difference. These things have always been here, but not trying funny with our generation to an extent, like prior to like the internet of what it is now and cell phones, our parents could kind of protect us from that. Mm -hmm. But now you live in a generation where you go to school, everybody's talking about it. You click on uh, the internet, you go on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. It is a constant bombard of videos over and over again somebody's getting killed over and over again you know whatever age you are you you click on a story and somebody your exact age has died has been shot has been killed no now the world is smaller so before when shit happened in ferguson missouri you wouldn't even know about it a lot of times unless it was covered on uh nightly news and some shit like that because you know news didn't travel like it used to and it has to have a a impact because like i said this affects adults adults are having mental breakdowns adults are being depressed adults are committing suicide adults who might be your parents right 
and a lot of times if the adults don't know how to deal with it and they don't know how to talk to you or either they feel helpless how can they get you to the point where you could get a better understanding and a better grasp of what's going on and the thing is what you were talking about before i also think that uh there are psychiatrists and psychologists that might not be brown that can have empathy and sympathy and understand but a lot of times they're not black so once you start talking about certain things they just can't relate that's why uh a lot of uh people who actually get to the point where they do go get help and particularly black sometimes just go you need to be black like i i nothing personal against these other folks but you need to be black so when we start talking about shit i want my i want my child to be open and honest and i want you to be able to understand yeah i i mean yeah there's a lot of hurdles that of black life in america has to jump over to make it and yeah you know um i would not be surprised if those are the results and um to me this is something america needs to make better i mean when you think about suicide rates it's high among lgbtq people it's high among um you know uh people with certain um like mental health issues it's high like certain people have a higher rate but it's also partially because of how society treats and views those people i don't see how we can ignore the correlation and i think it has become even more hostile towards black people since um this movement where people started speaking up for black people's lives and ever since then it's been we the animosity and the anti-blackness has come out in every area of society and these kids are seeing it kids are very intuitive they see it they feel it they know that you're telling them their lives are worthless so right um not i'm not shocked at all to find out you know right and a lot and a lot of times uh most people put like this there's some children that are in situations where they already don't feel loved so whenever you get these situations where i'm in a situation where i don't feel any love and then society tells me that i'm worthless society tells me that my life doesn't matter society you know is constantly bombarding you with uh anti-blackness you know and you're black and that's who you are and you can't change that it becomes Mm -hmm. a problem and and also you know especially for kids that achieve uh achievement in america is very much attached to proximity to whiteness so it's like the smarter your kid the more likely they are to be in a class where there's no other black kids the you know like they separated out really early yeah the higher level like it's not just the oh your kid is bad so i'm putting them in detention it's also the your kid is excelling but the ill some of the things that people like harbor inside of them come out when they're surrounded by black people or when they're black persons in their presence and all of a sudden it's you know i'm i'm now no longer in a classroom that is a little more diverse a little more made up of people that look like me right and so i may be hearing and seeing some things uh specifically now because a lot of kids bought into and a lot of parents sold it but they bought into this like racism is over thing 
Yes, they you did. You know, I've been at the YMCA, and those kids are mostly well-to-do, like even the black kids are mostly doing well. Mm-hmm. Their parents are doing well. Right. And I've been in those situations where I've listened to white kids say the N-word around black kids, and it's like, it's all good. It's all fun. We're, we're all the same. Anyone can say it, but now I don't see it as much. It's been a couple years since I've seen something like that because – I think now these kids are explicitly aware of their race. Like, there's no more, we're all one, we're all the same. Because it's like, no, I know we're not because you all lives matter. Or you don't understand why I'm upset about this. Or you think uh, it was, you know, whatever. Like, you, I, I know you now in a way I did not know you then because our circumstances have changed. Right. Or either it's some things, but all of a sudden I'm not getting invited over as often and shit like that, you know, because parents play a factor also. Right. It's just, you know, and I'll just leave it at that because um, hopefully something can be done, you know, and now that you, we know it's more of a problem, you know, hopefully we can start building around protecting these kids uh, from oh, some we, of the negativity they see. We plan a game. This is a hundred. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, obviously a hundred. Yes, a hundred. Uh, slavery reparations could cost up to fourteen children. Uh, fourteen children. Ah! <laughs> 14, all fourteen of them. <laughs> uh, slavery reparations could cost up to fourteen trillion, according to a new calculation. To which I say. And right run my coin come on now uh yeah apparently there's a new calculation where they say it could be up to 14.2 trillion how much is that per person uh well okay karen uh let's see five dollars time carry the one and we got this ah! inflation uh so we got to, okay um yeah it, i don't know um previous ah, estimates ah, have ah, previous ah, estimates in a person yeah i don't know that it's definitely more than five in a person uh previous ep- estimates have been between 36 billion and 10 trillion in 2009 dollars those calculations mostly looked at wealth created by slaves as opposed to services provided resulting in underestimates uh this new dude uh what is his name uh what is his name thomas kramer uh he estimates that um he he used some different figures okay he tabulated how many hours all slaves men women and children worked in the united states from when the country was officially established in 18 in 1776 and until 1865 when slavery was officially abolished he multiplied that amount of time that they worked by average wage prices of the time then a compounded interest rate of three percent per year more than making up for inflation there is a range between the amount of time worked uh but it isn't isn't a hard figure uh previous estimates of reparations range between 36 billion and 10 trillion uh but he is saying 14.2 well anywhere between 5.9 trillion and 14.2 trillion yeah you got about a few more minutes you can roll us over if you want to oh okay cool 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 let me do that right now um so uh yeah anyway how you you feel fucked with about these reparations mm-hmm. all right karen says zero i'm assuming mm-hmm. yeah uh zero for me as well um i do not feel fucked with at all mm-hmm. uh, i take my whole two dollars by this conversation about reparations uh send me my money all right i'm gonna roll us over guys and i'll invite everybody 
into it and uh you guys can listen to some Akinelli uh while I do this. Left Rock City, Queens. Yo, this is Ocknell with my man's complexion. And right now we representing all the guys with more than ten dollars in their pocket. Who still gonna be playing even though they not paying for the whole night. You know what I'm Workout music. They don't pass out trying to keep up with the beat. This why I do Zumba class. You do some shit. I play a Zumba class. They be like, uh, ma'am, we're gonna have to suspend you from doing Zumba class. Uh, so yeah, we weren't fucked with by that money at all. Mm-hmm. Give it, give us the money. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in fact, I want my, I make you mad. Give me my reparations in pennies, so I yeah, get to see him I, want my, I want mine in tubmans, personally. Hey. Um, let's see what else is happening. Oh, activists hang a highway banner blasting black men for not fighting for women in Black Lives Matter. Uh, a few days ago, uh, now I don't, this site is blackgirllonghair.com. I don't know, uh, how, yeah, anybody, you know, whatnot, but I mean, I'm assuming it happens to have pictures and everything, but okay. I was just gonna say that because the font is like caps lock, like, oh, they screaming at us? 14, like, bold. Like, we, we, we just want y'all to know y'all ain't supporting us. That's all we want y'all to know. Dog, this, this font screams at you. Right. But, uh, like, like turn, turn, turn the font down, turn the font down. Now, this is by the BGLA staff, so they didn't put any specific person's name on this, probably because they don't want to face the harassment that they're going to get. You for... are T-painted. Okay. All right. Let me refresh. Let me refresh. All right. While I refresh. Now, just pass. I'm a little too fast for your gold diggers. On that OJ tip. Straight trying to juice a nigga. That's why I don't believe in holidays. I'm eating your mom. He and now a restaurant and taking your ass to that prom. I'm straight up. Like the collar on the forums. Living like the dawn is funny. Carry on, ladies. Fucking men for money all night long. But that's found like a nigga in sworn while reading the Quran. The far run game on they brain. You catch the signs out of up and the Ramada. all right uh let me know if the audio is still messed up in the uh chat guys um and then we'll yeah we can talk on. about black lives matter and girl would you fuck me for free and be just fine all right so uh dear black men uh cisgender and straight uh put in the um um in the uh quotes or like just that the addendum is made to let to, to know who it is um and i guess uh you know that would be what most people consider straight you know cisgender black man uh while you're busy not fighting for us remember that you're killing us too we ain't fighting for y'all no more until you stop killing us and until you start centering the violence trauma and pain we suffer by anti-black misogynistic violence this is a new future ashley shackleford um so she is uh an activist 
um she publicly held black men accountable for their lack of support during the more recent killings of black women the black male response to the police killings of corin Gaines on august 1st have been particularly disheartening for many black women come on Gaines killed in her home during a standoff with police has been dismissed by many black men as a crazy woman who deserved her end even as questions remain about why a few ticket violations resulted in police showing up at Gaines' door and why when she was detained by police in march she was allegedly denied food and water adding insult to injury Gaines allowed her partner to escape through the back with her youngest child while she continued to face off with police she stood by her black man to the end only to be largely ridiculed and paying by black men in her death um now for the record i have not really participated much in this discussion i i mean well i've talked about it but i haven't gotten any pushback but that's also partially because i'm a black man a lot of times i say something and people consider it and they leave me alone um and if someone says something it's normally some egg or some troll and i just hit them with the oh you sweet soul and knock them out of the park but um i know i've seen black women who are talking like because i also don't follow any real ashy ashy niggas that would engage in this me either like the only other people i know who have like felt compelled to kind of say that korean games is just does not meet the qualifications of somebody that we should uh ultimately count as a victim of police uh overzealousness have been black women now that's because i don't follow those kind of niggas that would say that and even the black women that i saw saying that are people that have typically been you know quote-unquote woke or whatever with other cases um and i'm and it's honestly i'm not gonna debate it with people i'm not gonna debate it i feel my way and i'm never gonna convince you otherwise i get it people draw lines on the internet i'm never gonna convince you but i just think she should still be alive or if she's not alive i just feel like police should have to exhaust all possibilities before you start shooting at people right and i don't think that's controversial to say i don't see why we can't all at least unite behind that but instead people want to just call her crazy they want to talk about mental health they want to like shit that we don't know uh like they they want to do everything but fact of the matter the things that we do know the things that the police even in their statement if you believe it have cop to still kind of feel like damn it 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 didn't have to go that way no it did not you know now i'm not i i know life's not like tv and shit and everything doesn't go perfect and if somebody really was like i'm committing suicide by police today you really couldn't stop it so i'm not trying i'm not in some idealistic spot where i'm just pie in the sky look at i'm just saying everything's perfect i i recognize that even you could exhaust all possibilities and a person could still be like nope i'm dying today y'all gonna have to kill me i get it but there just seems certain things like them firing the shot first right the you know kicking in somebody's door for a warrant over traffic tickets coming with swat like you know i don't know all the details of everything i wasn't there i get it i wasn't but i wasn't there for sandra bland getting killed i wasn't there for uh eric garner getting killed i wasn't there when trayvon martin lost his life i'm not there for any of this shit but what i do believe in is standing up for all black people's lives it doesn't matter your orientation it doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter your criminal history it really doesn't matter for me while i may feel a certain way about people's choices and shit they do individually Mm -hmm. end of the day i can push all that aside for the fact that i don't want you to die by uh overzealous police force man that's it you know if it would happen to you i would feel the same way you know it's you know people i don't even fuck with if it happened to them i'd feel that way i'd feel like this is wrong and like and and so all that to say i may not have seen the dudes trolling women about this but but i know it happened of course it always happens i know it happened you know and i guarantee any woman that said like i I don't see why y'all talking about her anyway blah blah blah. i guarantee you got a ton of like from dudes you got a ton of discussion and and cosigns and shit like the, the there's a like you can't that's you can't separate these things sometimes like i understand like nuance and i understand the difference and whatnot but literally you're going to be on the side of people that always think black women need to shut the fuck up and sit their ass down and not be so outspoken right you are going to end up on that side in this situation because they're always on that side you may only be on that side for this one person but those people are going to basically hold what you say up as, as on a pedestal. Like, see, even she agrees that these bitches need to start. She needs to be taking care of her kids. Stop worrying about all that. Like you, that that is, you know, this the this is what's wrong with black women. Black dudes are going to come out in droves for shit like this. And like I said, man, the principles of the matter is I can't stand with any of those motherfuckers. Because end of the day police should treat us the same way they treat white folks i i i've just been doing this thing lately where i'm sharing articles where white people shot at the cops and these are recent these aren't like me going in the archives white people shot at cops shot cops did things and they're alive and i don't say anything but i just share it and i go still alive because they're taking these people in a lot but not us they never escalate hmm they do a lot of de-escalation with them. Yeah, it's never us. It's never nah. us. We get killed. We escalated. Yeah, we kick out the door, bust in the fofo. Like it's it's disgusting and despicable that someone would shoot uh, however many innocent police officers it was in Dallas. Right. But it is also telling that they sent in a robot to blow somebody up for the first time ever ever dog ever. You know, uh, with Charles Dorner, they burned down the fucking place he was in these are things we don't see like we've seen people that you know the uh, the the clive and bundy motherfuckers the dudes that took over that facility in um oregon or whatever the fuck where it was like they we sovereign citizens too you know right like um the, i think one of them got killed i think one of them got killed but there was like fucking however many of them and the police the the government never barged in there with SWAT and fucking said we taking this bitch over like it was like i think they even had to ambush those dudes in a car the ones that they did that they did uh and then the one dude shot at them and that's how he got killed but the point being like it wasn't even like we we shot first and he shot back like no they gave them every chance to be alive right and that's all that we ask and then when brown people are like hey these white folks is doing some shit that y'all would never allow us to do is shut up niggas and you're like word this is what we doing well i just word. i mean in this specific situation they're not she's talking about black men right right I, I so i want to keep it on that like this is a chance where people get to opt out 
correct you know it's just i'm opting out of caring about your shit i know you'll be there when it's one of us Mm -hmm. and you won't care you won't care if eric garner was selling lucy's you won't care if uh a kid was playing with a toy gun you won't care that um alton sterling is a statutory rapist you won't care about these things because you understand the principle is his life matter and he shouldn't be dead if it's at all possible not to kill somebody right but when it comes to other people we start when it comes to black women we start pulling out the measuring tape to get the everybody right and exact in the right respectability lane and then we can extend whether or not we care and i think it that is something that is definitely considered for black women victims um and it's also something that um is not considered for black men of course because like and like you said it's one of those things where men black men take for granted that black women will always love them they they just like well i know you're going to be here for me regardless Mm -hmm. of how i treat you regardless of what i say to you regardless of of the things i do to you if i'm ever in a situation where some shit's fucked up you quote unquote gonna come to my rescue but it's not reciprocated and for some black women to the point where they're like you know what nah fuck y'all i'm i i am tired of supporting shit and not and not getting it back in return i'm going to opt out of not marching no more i'm going to opt out of not showing up i'm going to i'm going to opt out of fucking organizing like i'm going to opt out uh, because I can, and all of a sudden, I'm the problem because I'm opting out. But when you opt out, it's not a problem though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just like I said, I think I just like I I I don't blame anybody that put this letter up. Um, anybody that felt the need to say something, and yeah, I don't blame people that are saying like I'm not marching no more. Like I remember when. Uh, that i can't remember her name but somebody wrote that blog post and everyone kind of came down on her when she was like i'm not marching for eric garner or whatever and people were basically like oh well this is just wrong and you shouldn't say that but the sentiment of her thing was i know that it won't be reciprocated so i'm not subjecting myself to basically abuse for you to sit back and then wait for you know because this is the other thing when it was sandra bland it was the same shit i remember that like i remember a lot of well why did she get her attitude well what she why she gotta talk to him like that well you know like it was a lot of like you know how do you know she didn't kill herself i mean you don't know what happened like these aren't the same police that we don't trust when it's a black man like come on man it's it's definitely selective you know um so yeah she uh brought it up um and you know and i'm sure the reaction to corinne Gaines has been disheartening because she's not the perfect victim quote unquote and so it is a lot of hemming and hawing about it and a lot of blaming her and a lot of like why y'all care and all this shit uh shackleford along with brie carter erica michelle and Catherine amani hung the following sign over a local highway and shackleford posted an extended letter on facebook uh these above words though quoted from shackleford and her friends very much echo the feelings of many black women lately when a black man is unjustly brutalized by police or killed we step into the front lines of protest and create hashtag protect our men hashtag black boys matter hashtags on social media to show how our black men's and black boys lives matter however when a black woman or girl suffers rape or murder there is largely silence 
sometimes even justification for the injustice from our men this is all with the exception of a few literally a few male voices that do speak up in our defense and don't shut shit down for us when we're murdered by the police by this system or by our community said oh you don't shut shit down for us says ashley shackover you know the other thing too is um like i said when it comes to this shit we're the black dudes straight black dudes for the most we're the cops basically we are the the good ones don't say shit quote unquote the bad ones do as they want and then other niggas co-sign it um but one of the things that like the the disharmony in the community is probably going to if anything can destroy a movement it that'll be it it won't be um an outside force it won't be the media it won't be white people it won't be fox news it won't be a presidential candidate if anything arose the will uh i think it'll come from the fact that there's still so many so much disharmony among blackness in general and our oppression isn't necessarily universal like it was in the 60s not that it was 100 percent universal but you know it was like you black you can't get on this bus and sit in the front period it doesn't matter if you're a rich black man don't matter if you're a broke black man don't matter if you're a black woman if you're a black uh don't matter if you're straight doesn't matter we are oppressing all y'all the same because fuck y'all in your skin with this there's these hierarchies as to who is uh considered the the most the most reputable victims right you know and, I'm, and they have it in civil rights too i mean rosa parks wasn't the first black woman to you know take a stand against that bullshit mm-hmm. but she was the one that, that could they could sell her face easier right um and her story easier but uh, it does feel like if something arose it'll just be the fact that for the most part black dudes didn't just not get involved but they actively pushed against it because women took the leadership positions and led the charge and had the ideas and had the organization and they're gonna be like well i gotta hear your voice too like i gotta hear more than just black lives matter and more than just save our men i gotta hear about the women i gotta hear about your issues within our race about gender and about your treatment and misogyny and the way we are i didn't sign up for all that shit like i'm cool with you saying fuck these police for killing us but once you start saying like and you killing us too well i'm out like now that sounds like some shit i gotta do or or some shit you want me to speak out on like i'm not comfortable in that setting right and i think that all road shit further than anything else correct because truth be told i'm a, and this is my personal opinion if it gets to the point where black women start getting tired and mm-hmm. they literally start opting out shit won't get done because it's amazing how black men come in droves telling us how we ain't doing shit right telling us how we're wrong telling us you're not a black man how can you speak on my behalf bitch where are you where are you where are you well not just that i mean they have like these what was it life jennings uh david banner uh tyrese like they tried to have a meeting of black men and two of them almost got in a fucking fight like it's you know and not that there's not infighting in every movement and stuff but just this there's so much um hyper masculinity brought on to the pro-black side so when you do have a dude that is like i'm pro-black so many of these people are like i'm pro-black as long as a black man i'm pro-black as long as you're straight i'm pro-black as long as you're 
uh like just certain shit like oh i'm 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 saying go spend your money in a black bank well how do you feel about you know um women well women need to let men lead and you know all this shit and suddenly it's like you're not pro all black you pro for yourself like you want access to the same privilege that white people have right and my thing is this if you want to lead it's opportunities for black men to lead all jokes aside but a lot of them don't step up you have some men some black men that are out in the forefront and they're hey i'm at every march i'm at every protest i don't care but overall you don't get that from everybody and that becomes the problem well our leadership just doesn't it's not inclusive is my point right there are black people that want to be leaders but it's not inclusive and a lot of times about themselves first and that's it like black women are marching when black men get killed you know what i'm saying like it's like i said it's is and it's no it's no insult to the victims but mm-hmm. i was afraid of this when uh alton sterling and philando castile died it was like everyone's gonna get supercharged up and be like cool two black dudes died we can jump behind this but then something just a perfect victim doesn't come along and then it's uh, i don't i mean should we be watching for this should we be watching for that i mean clearly let's talk about uh mental health let's talk about this let's talk like we like all of a sudden it's a bunch of caveats to when we decide to take a stand whereas if uh she was Corey games my personal belief is that people would have been like at least being like yeah i don't know if the cops should have killed that person that's that's my personal belief is now i i mean i have a bunch of evidence in my opinion but i'm sure other people feel like well we don't have any evidence of that but i I mean i know people that were upset that they killed the people that killed cops like that they blew the dude up i still know people that were upset by that and that dude killed several cops it wasn't no they shot at him he shot back he just murdered them in cold blood and i know people that were like they ain't had to blow him up though you know what i'm saying so like it doesn't seem like we're there's a lot of equivocating i'll just put it that way um but yeah she wrote a longer version on uh her facebook page um and she says dear black man while you're busy not fighting for us remember that you're killing us too for Corian games for sky Maccabee, for joyce kuiwe uh that was the one we talked about where uh the dude called his friend in and they tortured and killed his wife or mm-hmm. whatnot uh for d wiggum for all black women in films hashtag we are the revolution hashtag no revolution without us hashtag set it off hashtag black future we hung this over the highway today to remind black cisgender straight men of the truth you don't shut shit down for us when we're murdered by the police by this or by the system or by our community while you spend all this time justifying our deaths don't forget that you're on, on the list of things we fear the most the biggest threat to black women and film safety is not just white and non-black people it's you we are the revolution and you can't silence us anymore this is just the beginning this will no longer be a conversation we keep in the house yeah that's another thing people like to do like when we talked about that morehouse spellman thing mm-hmm. where it's like well you know talking about this gonna make white people look down on all of us mm-hmm. it's like well then you know raping people gonna make you look bad right right you could not do that you could well, punish people that do it so that other people won't you could do all these other steps instead of blaming the person that's the victim and the last person in the cycle right and a lot of times in my personal opinion it boils down to you overall you 
continue to want the black woman to make the sacrifice with the quote-unquote race right um so yeah uh we're dedicated to airing out oh wait i'm sorry this is just the beginning this is no longer be a conversation we keep in the house because you can't be trusted to hear us protect us humanize us or love us we're dedicated to airing out all the intercommunity violence uh laundry until shit changes fuck white people hearing our problems this isn't about their voyeurism this is about our lives and our safety we ain't fighting for y'all no more till you stop killing us until you start centering the violence trauma and pain we suffer by anti-black misogynistic violence this is a new black future yeah we'll see man i I mean because the one like i said uh this is probably not a mainstream thing as of yet as of yet but i think as as long as black dudes keep running it straight black dudes cis genders black dudes keep running in trying to dominate the conversation mm-hmm. and steer it away from inclusion and try to put themselves in the front uh and get all the accolades and credit and love and shit but not give any of that back to anybody i feel like as long as that continues to happen we are well on our way to this moment to that moment where people have to sit back and be like i can't do this with y'all um i'll be right back no problem you okay okay all right karen gotta go get some visine or something guys i don't know what's going on in here um but yeah i uh matter of fact i'll just continue on but uh yeah i think for the large part it's gonna be um you know it's gonna because i don't think that what people are asking for black men to lead and shit i think they're just asking for support and for you to not be in the way and to not push back on shit because a lot of dudes you know we're born into the same society that is misogynistic and sexist and all this shit and i think we come through and we push down because we feel like that's our role is to push these people down because we've been told that that's beneficial to to people we've been told that that is what men are supposed to do is you come into this situation and you take control and you tell everybody do this and do the organize around me and for a large part i think we can't that we don't have the ability to push our ego to the side and be like okay well this isn't about me but isn't okay for it not to be about me uh speaking of other schism that's going on um oh by the way i'm sure karen i speak for both of us when i say 100 but i'll make sure to ask her when she gets back but i mean come on y'all heard her i can't i mean her eyes started watering i'm i don't know what's going on um so apparently baltimore uh the department of justice has some findings on baltimore's police department uh and i just said i mean it's a surprise surprise y'all but apparently it was some racism going on uh yeah systemically they was corrupt that's obviously Man, I, look, I hear you i it's funny to me too and i mean it's strange it's strange to me too as ai would say okay um <laughs> uh but so baltimore's police department has reacted by uh firing some people they fired some officers who committed the most egregious violations outlined in a federal report that the associated press reported on the report found that baltimore police officers routinely target and discriminate against black people using excessive force and are not adequately disciplined or uh for misconduct the justice department is seeking a court order to force the police department to commit to improving its procedures to avoid a lawsuit 
um now what's funny is that they already fired some officers but you only fired them once the report came out like it's not like the report is outlining new information like we didn't know that this was a thing like the report is just saying here's information that has already been collected here are oversights here here are things where he gave officers a pass and now all of a sudden they getting fired now was i mean you knew about these violations for years why are they just getting fired oh because the world knows now so here we go nothing to see here and i always think when you fire people like this that have done so much dirt what you're really doing is still trying to cover up the dirt you're going nothing to see here nothing interesting here don't interview these people don't talk to anybody about this they're gone now so it's kind of like uh we won it's kind of like it's over so uh oh karen uh, for that last article uh zero to a hundred oh a hundred whatever you're talking about the black men one the one i was talking about the sign from the black lives matter oh, activists get a thousand, but go ahead. all right <laughs> uh so yeah uh and then this one just to catch you up um the department of justice released a report on baltimore police mm-hmm and they um fired the most they fired the officers who had the most egregious violations in the report but they just fired them so two like years later right well not two years this isn't just about freddie gray this is about this is just a department of justice report like they just go in look into the history of your organization and they start going okay what happened here what happened there so they released the report and like some of this shit is just i mean i have some of the worst parts here a woman with a broken headlight was publicly strip searched oh yeah yeah um (laughs) she uh yeah she was publicly uh strip searched over having a broken headlight you know how you have to do that uh yeah nevertheless our investigation found that baltimore police department officers frequently ignore these requirements and strip search individuals prior to arrest in public view or both numerous baltimore residents interviewed by the justice department recounted stories of bpd officers jumping out police vehicles and strip searching individuals on public streets um they have long been on notice of such allegations in the last five years they have faced multiple lawsuits and more than 60 complaints alleging unlawful strip searches in one of these incidents memorialized in complaint a complaint that the department sustained officers in bpd's eastern district publicly strip searched a woman following a routine traffic stop for a missing headlight uh officers ordered the woman to exit her vehicle remove her clothes and stand on the sidewalk to be searched the woman asked the male officer in charge i I really got to take all my clothes off the male officer replied yeah and ordered a female officer to strip search the woman the female officer then put on purple latex glove pulled up the woman's shirt and searched around her bra finding no weapon or contraband around the woman's chest the officer then pulled down the woman's underwear and searched her anal cavity in public in public this search again found no evidence of wrongdoing and the officers released the woman without charges indeed the woman received only a repair order for her headlight the search occurred in full view of the street although although the supervisor male officer and that that it stopped there but um yeah Mm mm-hmm yep this is uh the kind of shit that people were dealing with with the baltimore police a black officer with a reputation for speaking out over misconduct was harassed by a supervisor who placed signs warning him to stay in your lane and mind your own business on his desk so that now that that's a good cop 
get let him put him on giving ice cream duty to kids let him hug and dance with some kids show me his mean crossover because that motherfucker actually put some skin in the game and said uh uh-uh this is this ain't right and you see what they did to him you know like i i understand you're still a human i don't expect you to go out and die for this shit but yeah they they made sure to put him back in line uh don't spread rumors was one of the signs the sergeant filed a complaint again about the signs the lieutenant admitted to creating them and placed them next to the sergeant's desk yet the baltimore police department took no meaningful corrective corrective action though the complaint had was sustained the lieutenant received no suspension fine or loss of benefits instead he was given a verbal counseling instruction uh instructing him that such behavior was unprofessional and inappropriate mm-hmm. so what does that teach the person that was the whistleblower that ain't shit gonna happen so you might as well shut the fuck up an officer decided not to report a colleague for planting drugs because he feared retaliation mm-hmm. uh the allegation the alleged retaliation against the detective received significant publicity and he has had a, and has had a chilling effect on other officers in the department who witnessed it who witnessed misconduct in one case an officer in a specialized drug unit observed one of his fellow officers plant drugs on a suspect after a foot chase now that person's probably in jail right i mean you didn't say anything and that person would never get out of jail the officer decided not to report the misconduct because he did not want bpd officers to do me the way they treated the detective right because people pay attention an officer harassed a mother and her son outside their home ultimately arresting the arresting the juvenile for loitering he's a juvenile with no criminal with no prior criminal record he was arrested for loitering outside his own home supervisors raised no issues with respect to the incident similarly similarly groups of people are often dispersed unless they have a clear reason for gathering in that location but he was at home Mm-hmm. and you can't hang out on this street and one internal reporter supervisor described the actions of an officer stating officer approached the group to ascertain the reason for the crowd if there were no legal reason they were going to disperse the crowd the interaction concluded with an officer using oc spray on the entire group of people these enforcement activities for behavior that is at most a minor offense if even unlawful alienate community members and decrease their willingness to work with police they found that officers have been accused more than 60 times of using the word nigger but the baltimore police department didn't classify that language as a racial slur of course not Mm-mm. nigger is not a racial slur Mm-mm. why would it be shout out to the people who are shocked by this but watch the wire come on dog an officer used a taser on a man who was yelling and swearing in his report the officer said the man's weapon was his mouth well that's a funny one the baltimore police department's us versus them versus them mentality led officers to treat the city like a war zone you got to be the baddest motherfucker out there one officer said explaining his approach to policing officer cursed out a resident who asked why he'd been pulled over she was told to shut the fuck up bitch and sit the fuck down because they were the fucking law an email between a prosecutor and a police officer the prosecutor called a woman who had been sexually assaulted a conniving little whore and the officer replied laugh my ass off i feel the same on your work email that's nice that's that's really nice and you're the prosecutor so you're responsible for (sighs) right and this happens all across the fucking country Mm mm-hmm 
this case is crazy she wrote the prosecutor wrote this case is crazy i'm not excited about charging it this victim seems like a conniving little horror part of my language baltimore officers themselves describe stopping people without evidence of wrongdoing and detaining them oh you mean driving more black hmm? officers tried to discredit victims of sexual assault and put the blame on them well, well if they're racist makes sense that the next slippery slope line now how many people are black and women that they were doing that to oh probably a lot of them it's baltimore uh during a department of justice ride along a sergeant told the officer to make something up to justify a bogus stop a single officer received 125 complaints in just a few years they probably fired him Woo! that's that's probably one of the ones they fired and just said look don't talk to nobody by fired here's a here's your pension uh, a commander instructed a sergeant to tell her officers to lock up all the black hoodies in her district a form for trespass arrest already had black mail filled out just saving some time you know why well, fill it out new every time ah we only stop with the same nigga over <laughs> and over <laughs> they do like i have paperwork just go ahead and write your uh, uh, go, go ahead and program it up with your name on it because that ain't gonna change hey and if you're a black dude I mean, a black woman, we'll just put female. We put F-E on it, and we still got the same thing. Ah! A white officer allegedly threatened a black teen days after the acquittal of George Zimmerman, who killed black teenager Trayvon Martin, by saying he should put a hoodie on and come to my neighborhood. No, it's just the worst one, so. Zero to a hundred. Okay, hard for Karen to come up. Okay, a hundred for me. That wasn't hard. I don't know. It sounded like you was needed some time to think. That's how it sounded to me. I don't. I mean, maybe it's just me, but the audience might heard it. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. When I wake up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who wake up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, yes, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I heave up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's cheering to you. But I Sorry, guys. It's white people. No, we didn't get to the bridge. Yes. Uh, Trust me, white people already knew it. They turned the show off Ah! and started playing that song on their Spotify already. Uh, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green welcome baby number three, Journey River. Ah! (laughs) And next baby gonna call me called Paddle. (laughs) Paddle Boat. (laughs) <laughs> yep the sir the third child together who is a son journey river green journey river green he joins big brothers noah shannon and body ransom uh as well as 14 year old cassius so there you go <laughs> good for them white people they're just like us 
uh breaking news hope everybody's sitting now but taylor swift has changed her hair back to curly ah mm-hmm. well, i hope you guys are That's too much to handle this is the uh breaking news uh back in the country days she used to have her hair as curly she was known for her iconic curly hair um which i'm assuming was all you know i don't know maybe something happened and she decided to cut off her hair and go with the other stuff but she's going back to curly y'all um so uh, in the past few years she's not only chopped her hair short but wore straight but she's back to the curls guys and uh what a time to be alive is the title of this article on buzzfeed says oh what a time to be alive things are changing around us guys um a tough deal robert herjavec had kim johnson kim spelled k-y-m that's right oh okay all right white people they're just like us uh kim johnson signed a prenup capping any divorce payout at a million dollars he's he's the shark tank star uh robert herjavec and he had his former dancing with the stars partner kim johnson sign a tough prenuptial agreement before saying i do he's a 53 year old businessman who was worth an estimated 100 million dollars as the ceo of it security for firm herjavec group demanded a prenup after paying out millions to his ex-wife diane pless uh after this after their divorce last year so this time he said i'm smart you're not getting no million no all my money and the way the deal is set up she gets a hundred thousand dollars for every year that they're married and it's capped at one million dollars if the marriage ends oh shit so the most she can get is one million dollars so she gotta and she can only do that if they stay married for at least 10 years then he'll be ready for his next wife i'm sure of course the houses they live in are all in his name and kim won't have any claim to the properties if they split uh so there you go um that's some very important white people news right there uh in more white people news a shocking video shows a lion attacking a baby on live tv while his handlers desperately try to prize jaws open (laughs) what where are the baby's parents uh uh, two handlers featured on mexican tv show alongside the mother and baby they brought in a lion club into the studio which appears to be calm at first suddenly the baby started to whine prompting the predator to lunge at her the lion bit her legs as handlers tried to stop it attacking and screaming and attacking the screaming child mm-hmm. now i know what you guys are thinking but right this is on mexican tv why the hell would this be ah! in white people news the lion dummy white people love animals ah! white people love animals not guess the race Mm-mm. yeah they okay. let their baby get attacked they was like well, you 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 can die baby but this, right this tiger Mm-mm. they probably are upset as hell at this baby for sticking his feet in that lion's mouth right mad that baby for crying right why did you cry you start up the line it's not the lion's fault ah, no it's not i guarantee you guarantee you what were you even doing around the line? That's that's gonna be the answers, man. Of course. Y'all already know that. Y'all this ain't this ain't new. Uh, 
but at any rate um yep put your baby around the line and the line go line of course Mm-mm-mm. and uh let's uh should we read it leave it there let's see is there any more pressing white people oh okay i can't i can't end the week without talking about this this is Uh-oh. i'm surprised they didn't bring this up when it first happened and i, I apologize to everybody out there uh ah! in some very very important white people news this week jennifer anderson's favorite scents are the beach new york and justin thoreau's natural smell oh mm-hmm. is yes. this natural smell of the cologne because i don't know what it smells his like. natural smell i mean look for me i'm assuming it's sweat because justin thoreau be sweating his ass off on the leftovers i swear the man oh, okay i'm about to say yeah he got to be in some shit i ain't never seen before because i was like i have no idea i know we say lip acting he go to to sweat gland acting school because ah, ah. damn he be looking sweaty and dirty every week Jennifer Aniston, the lover of sand and sea, recently launched a brand new fragrance to join her already impressive collection of scents. The creator of Jennifer Aniston J by Jennifer Aniston and Near Dusk has now given us Beachscape. Not Beachscape! I do love to spend time, right? We was talking about... Beach escape. We've been talking about corn gangs and will we will black men defend black women and white people have been talking about, did you know Jennifer Aniston loves the smell of the beach? I might have to get me a bottle. The smell of the ocean. I do love to spend time on the beach. That's for sure. Anderson admits via email. Couldn't even be bothered to do it in person. Ah! God bless him. God bless him. She loves it so much that the beachscape isn't even her first scent to draw on the smells of the ocean. No one. So she rebottled the other joints, put in a new bottle of soda to Mm y'all. Add a little bit of cayenne pepper and then just put it back in the bottle no one loves the beach more than it up a little harder mm-hmm. no one loves the beach more than aniston does proof aniston once described jennifer aniston as the smell of summertime in the ocean and suntan lotion she said in an interview with per- people the that smell of summertime. Mm-hmm. what is the smell fresh cut grass what's happening here dead black bodies in the street oh i'm sorry no, this white people no. news i'm white sorry people, white people news. i'm sorry mm-hmm. uh i don't white know people news. Mm-hmm. it's probably the smell of well freshly obviously cut hedges no it's obviously pumpkin spice it's the smell of but that's all. you know that's on the winter time no it's the smell of all the times for white women <laughs> pumpkin spices year round year round she said in an interview with people that jay by jennifer also reminded her of a day spent at the ocean and she shared that near dusk was meant to evoke the beach at twilight oh her next one gonna be ocean view gonna be the name of the mm-hmm. name of it shark attack yeah <laughs> what have you done for the beach lately but we wanted toes to know- in the sand the smell <laughs> uh but we wanted to know what set beachscape apart from the rest that uh kind what kind of woman wears it which beaches are her favorite and on a somewhat related note what does justin thoreau smell like we asked her the hard questions and this is what we found out and then they really do have this email interview of all these questions and i'm not reading all of them but i feel like i've alerted enough people to know where to go just L. know it's L. relaxing l.com is where you want to go to find out jennifer anderson's favorite scents okay mm-hmm. okay uh all right let's go to uh some guest race and um as soon as my guest race song comes up i will play it for everyone 
Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room's racist. All right, let's, uh, this is brought to you by Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. Guess the Race is brought to you by Loot Crate, which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tvgwt and enter code tvgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription look august is the anti-hero okay from bad guys doing good things for the wrong reason to good guys with questionable tactics august is the perfect time to to explore your anti-hero Follow the hero villain line with this 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill that includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and, of course, our monthly tea. And don't forget the pen. I can't wait to see what's in this. I hope I get that eye patch from Kill Bill. That's what I want. Mm, that's a good one. It's less than $20 a month. You can get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. Make sure you sign up before the 19th um at 9 p.m pacific time or you won't get the august one uh and uh don't forget you can also go with loot crate dx which is a bigger box where you get more loot okay you can get up to a hundred dollars worth of goodies at least a hundred dollars worth of goodies and it only costs it costs you less than 50 so uh make sure you guys do this because you're gonna want to get in on this sweet ass loot when we open it up you're gonna be like damn i'm jealous look at what they're getting Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm all right let's get into guessing the race a man is being charged after he was caught on camera defecating outside of a hair salon wearing a bra and high heels Hmm. a man who was caught on camera defecating in a hairdresser's well well, i take our conversation back men do wear high heels y'all i tried to tell you yesterday (laughs) um he's seen touching himself in a parking lot uh, and he has been charged. The owners of WA Salon Supplies, a training salon in Perth's Midvale, found the disturbing CCTV footage from outside the store early on Sunday morning. Footage oh, shows so he was recorded. Yes, yeah, CCTV is over uh, overseas. They record everything in uh, UK and shit. Um, footage shows the man who was wearing a skirt, a tank top stuffed with tissues and heels, placed a torch in his rectum and committed the lewd act all while staring into the cameras oh was it lit well shit it was shit it was lit figuratively in real life yeah the shit was lit yes it was uh investigations led to a 37 year old man being charged with two counts of obscene acts in public and driving without a license he's due to appear in court september 2nd Mm, that's a lot of time uh earlier this week the store owner natasha newton told daily mail australia oh this happened in australia okay never mind she feared someone had tried to break in because and caused damage to the front door only to get a nasty surprise when she checked the footage it was very shocking actually it's hard to explain because you just don't expect to see that if you know what i mean it was very weird 
miss newton says she watched a man pull up to a shop in a utility truck before getting out and randomly walking around the car park he got there and had a good look around and looked right into the camera and adding that she believed the man wanted to be seen well probably can't get off if you don't get seen right that's part of the high he then went to his car undressed played with himself popped the torch up his you know what he continued to touch himself inappropriately while defecating and releasing the torch in the middle of the car park all while staring at the camera she said the man is seen using a water toilet paper before throwing it away from him oh right just one wad miss newton said during the two-hour random Ah. incident the man changed outfits three times and in one frame he appeared to be wearing a wedding ring guess the race of this man but i mean you bought outfits mm-hmm. not outfit outfits yep you, you can't prepared, sir you had to change uh what about you chat room what race do y'all think he was let's see um uh, australia kangaroo avi having cheese eater beauty shot three crocodile dundee white oh. white i guess crocodile dun hunky uh the uh kanga cracker <laughs> white Aww. uh <laughs> uh i guess he had to throw another shit on the barbie uh the correct answer ah. is he was a white man <laughs> yep and there he is everybody got it right he was white uh now the footage is in black and white but he was strutting in them heels though yeah he was mm-hmm. doing your thing do your thing homeboy Aww. uh <laughs> i hope this doesn't happen to wonka hope you safe dog yeah well uh, australia is a big country and i'm sure he'll be fine i'm sure wonka's out there listening just like us thinking the same thing we're thinking what white nonsense is this mm-hmm. ah yes i'm sure he's thinking that uh all right let's go to the bonus round i don't feel like playing the music it's late and i'm tired um let's do an old story how about this one a woman repeatedly dislocated her shoulder in order to get six hundred thousand dollars in pain pills from over 100 hospitals in 11 states well god damn yeah she was uh addicted to that to that them pills Woo! Mm-hmm. I don't want to dislocate nothing. Yeah, uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, every time she wanted pills, I mean, she had to dislocate her shoulder again. Right. It was like uh, it was like lethal weapon. A Pennsylvania woman charged with purposely and repeatedly dislocated her shoulder so she could get six hundred thousand dollars in painkillers is scheduled to plead guilty. A char a change of plea hearing for Latrobe resident Kari Richards, twenty eight, is scheduled for Tuesday before a federal judge in Pittsburgh. Richards was indicted last June on charges she defrauded Highmark Highmark Inc.'s Community Blue Health Insurance Plan by traveling more than to more than a hundred hospitals in eleven states to obtain prescriptions for shoulder dislocations she was causing herself. I mean, how could they not notice? A hundred different hospitals, eleven states? And your insurance deductible they gonna notice right and they gonna keep asking why and that's probably what prompt the investigation because the insurance company was like um yeah dog uh she keep filing this claim like is she getting abused like what is happening here uh yeah they say she um during the 16 month period she sought treatment 
more more than 300 times wow they say richard's defrauded highmark community blue shared cost plan by obtaining 190 prescriptions for oxycodone and other opiates from january 2014 to april 2015 and other drugs include oxycodone acetaminophen uh and some other shit i don't feel like reading richard's attorney declined comment until after her guilty plea she faces a maximum sentence of 14 years in jail or a five hundred thousand dollar fine guess the race of kari richards she is uh white uh because that's the only way you're gonna be able to get away with that all right the chat room says Negrosaurus rex that's one of the brothers mm-hmm. well i do declare this Negros has a lot of pills ah, whole lot of uh white lifeboat lips <laughs> lifeboat lips what does that mean is that black or white what is that a lifeboat lip oh, come on man i need some explanation oh black okay so okay big lips got it uh all right seems like uh dislocated her other shoulder protesting obamacare says ac <laughs> genocider <laughs> says right a brilliant villain uh the correct answer is and uh most of you got it uh she was actually a white woman today <laughs> Can you two for two? One person did miss it. Yeah. So that's what she looks like. She uh looks pretty healthy for a drug addict with a dislocated shoulder. I mean she must be doing 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 too we're doing pretty good. Right. And the insurance company is smart. They're like, hey, we keep getting these claims, something wrong. Yeah, that I mean, that's how you know she was white. She kept using her insurance to do it right and it, black people would have been going to the hospital and signing out with a fake name they that had to track us down been up in the emergency room getting getting pills and plus they wouldn't have gave us as many pills because you know black people pain don't get diagnosed right right here's two aspirin god damn it i dislocated again all right thanks man i'll be back I dislocated my shoulder. Ah! That got stabbed, apparently. A keys man is charged with wielding a samurai sword. Florida? A lower key, yep. A lower keys man was jailed Thursday after police said he produced a samurai sword during a family argument that he began. He produced? What? Did he have it in his back pocket? I think uh, maybe he was DJ Khaled and he had the keys. He had major keys. Apparently so. He was from the keys. Uh, but yeah, he produced a sword by, uh, giving it some dope ass instrumentals. Ah! Uh, during a family argument that began when he overstayed his welcome. Oh, that was like, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Guess the race. White. I do declare you are correct. When Monroe County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived at home, at the home, uh, <laughs> the bearer of the samurai sword had his weapon in his sheath. Dwayne Fred Day the second, twenty four. That name very black though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause if, the, if this was uh black folks, mm-mm. They'd be like, he got his ass kicked out. He was on the streets. Mm-hmm. Then the police come. 
grew right. Yeah, that's that about sound right. And black came out marched. Yeah. Then all the black men said, "Why y'all gotta be so sassy and loud?" Uh, <laughs> we'll get about your problems, women. Uh, yeah, twenty-four year old who was staying. What you with, show up for? Right. <laughs> He was staying with his parents, was booked in the Stock Island uh, County Jail on a misdemeanor charge of improper display of a dangerous weapon. He remained locked up Friday on $7,500 bond. Day's father called the police to report his son was on a knife and possibly attempted suicide by cop. Uh, deputies, so of course he's still alive. Oh, sorry. Deputies say they found Day uh, the second standing behind a boat in the yard with a samurai sword. Uh, day the second was very agitated and was refusing to put the sword down after being asked to do so several times he kept saying we were there to hurt him uh his father Dwayne day jr um um oh wait oh yeah okay Dwayne day jr told police his son had been staying with the family for two weeks as a temporary home near mile marker 10 while he was supposed to stay off of the drugs mm-hmm. but the younger day was using drugs the whole time when asked to leave because everyone in the house was afraid of him he went crazy went outside with his father while his father locked the door behind him he began screaming at his father through the glass door that he would get a machete and start swinging until everyone is hurt and the father told deputies he was in fear of his life and those of the rest of his family well that's one way to prove everybody right oh uh, we're scared of you we need you to leave i will kill everybody in this motherfucker ah! yeah that's what we saying that's the problem right yeah that's the problem you're crazy he told his father he would do a suicide by cop but make sure to hurt him his father first debbie said they talked they the second down and he will comply with orders to put the sword down Mm-mm. all right we will talk to you guys uh saturday for our feedback show Hope you guys enjoyed this week. Uh, we got to talk with Nick Jew, JL Covan. Yes, who was number one now? Who, who did make the number one album on iTunes for comedy, guys. So we did it. Stand Up Tips Nation. Uh, that's all us. That's all us, baby. Okay? It's not JL's hard work. It's not his promotion. It's not Adam Carolla. It's just us, baby. We did that. We put that misogynist number one on iTunes. Number one. Nah, <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys uh, Saturday. Till then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.